Welcome, it's episode five. Should we dive right in? Five alive, let's go. It's educating Matt. Whoa, with Matt and Matt as your hosts. Bringing you the latest news and updates on our life. Everything that grinds our gears and revs us up inside. Educating Matt, it's time to start the show. It's educating Matt. Here we go. So here we are, we made it to episode five. I'm, I say that every episode, but it's just surprised that we made it. What, that we've been able to arrange a point where we can meet and record and plan? Mm. Oh, sorry, not plan. Um, <laughs> we've come so far. We've come so far. To quote, take that. Um, Never forget. You're probably singing along now at home, I imagine. Yeah. So we've um, we've had a bit of feedback, actually. Feedback? Feedback on the show. That means... That, uh, that whoa, means... Whoa, 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 before we go any further. Legal feedback, as in something we need to redact <laughs> or change. <laughs> Is no. there a lawyer at your door? There's that's where that man is right at your door right now. <laughs> <laughs> Can't breathe. <laughs> I've, um, killed, I've killed the other man. I've killed him for, to get around legal uh, a loophole. <laughs> I've had to murder him. No, actually, the, the feedback means two things here. Okay. It means number one that someone's listened, and number two they've they've enjoyed or not enjoyed it enough to feedback. Oh, you mean like points of view where they write in and say, "Oh, that program about you know." Yes, I didn't appreciate your talk in episode two, uh, seven point six minutes in, when you spoke about a badger. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, Was it from Brian May, based on what I said about Queen in the last week's episode? From um, people that have checked out the podcast on Anchor and iTunes, and now it's on Spotify. You just um, segued straight into an ad. Yeah. That's amazing. That's how you do it. This is proves that you did work in professional radio at one point in time. Exactly. Every- Semi-professional radio. <laughs> Amateur radio. Radio in your loft. Amateur radio is radio in your loft. This was radio on a station, so it counts as professional, doesn't it? Or semi-professional? Yeah, you were you were live. You had paid advertisements. I think that's fair enough. Yeah, that's fair enough. You've got a bigger claim to fame than most um, commercial DJs. You probably Have I? had a bigger bigger <laughs> listener audience than Richard Hammond did, and he was a DJ at one point on Radio Norwich. Oh, yeah, he was. That was like his first job, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Now he's just a car crash victim, but I mean, in the day. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so we had some feedback, and some good feedback from uh, a lot of people watching the show. Some people... They weren't watching the show, but they were listening. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, thank you ever so much. If you did it's feedback, really nice, nice of them, isn't it? That's really kind. Really nice. They've taken the time. I know a couple of people have said, oh, yeah, I was listening to it in... while well, I was in the shower. Um, a couple will listen to it while they were getting ready. Hang on, sorry. If you're offering electrical goods in the shower, do be careful. Mm, you can get those shower radios. I used to have one of those. But this is a podcast, so they'd have to download it onto something or use their phone. That's a very interesting point. Don't don't wash and dial. Yeah. Is people, that, take, is that that people take their phones in the shower and stuff now, don't they? Because you can't be without your phone. That's well, sad, isn't it? Mm. That really is sad, isn't it? Oh, no, now I feel like we're criticising the audience. We're not criticising no. you. No, no, no. That's great. You carry on listening to us in the shower. shower yeah. We will try and make this shower friendly and maybe add in a few yeah, jokes about water. Yeah, if you're... Um, but if you are, you know, if it, your phone is starting to spark or you don't say any kind of smoke or anything, please stop um, and listen to us at a later point. Obviously, Thank you. Don't, don't worry about your phone. I mean, we now We now not only do ads, we do safety warnings. Have you got any other safety warnings? Don't play by canal. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about, that was in the news today actually so what, really yeah that was in the news i've not read the news so um a chap was in his canal boat 
and apparently he was in the rush. Now, that's a key point to remember. He was in the rush. Um, and you know you have to open up the locks. Yes. I don't get completely how how they work, but from from what I understand of locks, you open up the lock, you go into the lock, you close the lock, and then you open the next one. Okay, yes, yep, because you, what, you, what, what happens is you... Right, so the locks are at different, different water levels. Yep. So either you're lower or higher. Yep. So you go through the lock, close the lock, uh, sorry, close through the first gate, close the gate, you either raise up or lower down, depending on what water you're going on to. Yeah. Is this the story about the man who opened both locks at the same time? Um, I'm not sure. Well, there must have been pretty much what happened. Basically, he went in the lock. Um, I thought it was and impossible, he, he, but I'm sure. He closed the lock and then... No, wait, how did it work? He went in the lock. He didn't close the lock behind, but opened the one in front and carried on without shutting that one, that other lock. Uh, now, he said that he was in a rush. And what actually he happened was he drowned, he was... All wa- drowned all the water... Drowned all the water? Drained all the water out. So he drained all the water out of... of this particular of section the of the canal, yeah. Oh, my God. Rosie and Jim must have been absolutely mm. furious. Yeah. If uh, they could only express words, which they can't because they're puppets. For anyone concerned, it has now been fixed. Or is it? I don't know what Why? they did. Why? Are they thrown him in? Are they crushed him with his own canal? Oh, no, I think he got away with it, but they fixed the problem. He got away really quickly in the canal, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Quick, catch that man. <laughs> He's using an estuary. <laughs> Officer, uh, get on your bike. The car's too fast. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. we'll need the roller skate patrol to take this one down <laughs> and a ramp <laughs> so there you go for you people listen to us in the shower that was our water section of the show yeah, it was, it was that good, was new this week and we've done well I think uh, seriously though don't play by canals they are very dangerous and uh, don't go above the speed limit on a canal way as well because you can hurt ducks and things like that and wildlife so. I thought they couldn't really go that fast anyway I think you can you can motor them if you want to uh-huh. There's probably a canal out there with a go faster stripe and a slightly supercharged engine. <laughs> it's got a turbo on it. <laughs> so how's your week been? It's been all right, and, and now we've done the canal safety warning. I feel even better. I feel like we're providing a service. Yeah, I think we're doing a bit. Of, I think we're doing a bit of um, educating, which goes with the show. And not just ourselves. We're not being selfish. We're, we're no longer that. educating Matt. We are educating the world. That's like the sequel to this podcast. Do I you think. think we're that close away from getting our own one show segment? I hope so. I think mean, that's the aim, wasn't it? Yeah. What do you want to start with? Shower safety, obviously. Shower safety. Um, but we'll all be watching telly in the shower. Um, yeah, but they might be operating other electrical equipment. There's probably an idiot right now out there who's drilling while showering at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a cordless drill. He's like, yes, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Straight through the water pipe. So my week's been all right. I um, I've been spending. I didn't some time... ask you about your week, but go on. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> so Matt, what have you been up to this week? I've spent most of my week looking for a van for my new project. A transit van? No, I've been Ooh. looking for a transporter. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that's the high class van, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So I've got a new business plan uh, in the works. A and, man um, with a plan and a van. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty. pretty and a rare. scam. Or um, just a plan. I'm hoping there's no scam in it, but we'll see how time goes. What about if there's ham? <laughs> no. Oh, no, no, your plan was to rent it out, wasn't it? So my plan is, yeah, is to buy a van, do it up, because I've always wanted one anyway. Mm. Um, but also, um, from a business point of view, I'm going to be trying to, to rent the van out. It's going to have kind of loads of goodies in it and, like, you know, extras and stuff like surfboards or, or bikes and things like that, like... Um, and basically people hire it for weekends and you know take it down to Cornwall or take it down to wherever they want um, yeah 
Sounds quite an interesting prospect. Yeah, I'll go into more detail as as it as, um, as things evolve. Develops. Maybe stay, we'll do a stay tuned for the next exciting <laughs> episode of Matt's Van. Hopefully, episode plan. six. Hopefully, episode scam. Six. <laughs> Hopefully, episode six. I actually have the van. Um, <laughs> episode six. Where's the van? <laughs> episode seven. Is there a van? <laughs> episode eight. What happened to that van? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, we were talking, weren't we? Because actually, we might end up doing the podcast from the van. Mobile podcasting. Mobile podcasting, which is we not can, a bad idea. Yeah, we can rent. We can go to locations. Yeah, we, we could, could start. That's how we can get into places for free, like live from Longleat. Live from, <laughs> <laughs> live from Longleat Car Park. <laughs> yeah. Live from the Gorilla Pen. Right. <laughs> I think we could. I think we could probably get into a few places for free. We, we could, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you something that's been going on happening in my week. I'm really excited about, and yeah. this is how sad I am. University Challenge is back on telly. I'm delighted. University Challenge has a a double a double joy for me, right? So there's the joy in questions and answers. That's fun. Getting a really hard question, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the joy every year of finding the person with the most ridiculous name. Oh. Uh, okay. do, you, do you want to, I want to I'm going to I'm going to give you a genuine name of one of the contestants on University Challenge and you'll quite enjoy this okay his name was Lucas Skywalker what his actual name yeah and there was another great one there's a woman who now writes books and her name was Daisy Christodoulou <laughs> <laughs> I've not made that up I hope she makes, I hope she writes children's books that's a children's books author, author name isn't yeah it? he is no no she writes books on education oh god this is depressing. But there was another man who, um, it, I, I shouldn't mention him really because he got in a bit of trouble and please don't Google this because it's quite a sad story. Um, but he was called Jolomy uh, D. Bartholomew or something like that. It was ridiculous. Right. I'll tell you what, it, I'm not joking. If you want to laugh, go to the University Challenge page and they have photos of all the teams and you can find like the, the strangest looking people you'll ever see in society who will go on to govern us, no doubt. I've got, I've got two rules in life. Okay. Okay. Um, the first rule is if I don't see you at my 28th birthday you're not coming to my 30th the second rule um, um, <laughs> we'll go back to that the second rule is you just revealed how old you are <laughs> how's it working I'm out in your 40s I'm older than that <laughs> yeah um, and the second rule yeah. is um, never be friends with someone if you can't spell their name oh that's because what do you do with that like birthday cards Christmas cards yeah but you'll never forget their name once they tell you how to spell their name you'll be like that's their name I don't know. I know someone that I can't spell their name. And actually, after this, I'm probably going to stop talking to them. Yeah. I think you should write it down somewhere, and then you'll know for certain. Get them to write it down. Make sure they do it in capitals. And then <laughs> this is why right. This is why I have four mats in my phone book, because I can spell that name because it's my name. It's a fourth mat? There's a fourth mat. I can picture the third mat, but the fourth mat. There's a fourth mat that you don't know, but we maybe we'll have a mat get-together. A mat meet-up. Yeah. A mat meet-up. A matinee. A matinee, which goes back into that story about the MySpace with um oh with your, your the with horror the, story the horror story of all the people called Matt that is uh, that is the beginning of a horror story isn't it I think we spoke about it before so I won't forget to speak about it anymore tonight but if we go back and we haven't then maybe we'll mention that in the future we'll mention it in the future but um it's, it's pretty horrifying yeah yeah so anyway so they're my two rules and I wouldn't be friends with that person what was the name again. Um, I think it was Lucas Skywalker. I'm going to have to look it no, up. No, I can spell that one. Star yeah, Wars, uh, man. Star um, Wars, man. 
Oh, uh, Jolomy de, de Bartholomew. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. quite a good one. Yeah, it's a good name. So they had some great names on that. Uh, they are wonderful. Like, do you know what you're trying to do? One, you can watch it and be completely fooled by the questions. Because obviously a lot of the time they ask very technical questions about uh, university-level material. And sometimes they'll completely throw the audience by asking them questions like completely out of the blue about pop stars currently. And they just watch them just get totally confused and be as confused as the people in the audience. So that's been taking up your week then? With, with Oh, I love it. I love University Champs. It's so good. There are people that record all the schools and stuff online. It's incredible. So the what, what night's it on? It's on uh, on Monday night at 8.30 currently. Okay. And it's joined by my other favourite show, which hasn't restarted yet, which is Only Connect, which is the hardest quiz show ever developed. I won't be seeing you on Monday nights then. Well, no, because I can watch an iPlayer now, so it's not so bad. <laughs> I'm, not tra- I'm not strained by television like it. not... not enthralled to it like it's grasp it used to have yeah probably be on Netflix soon probably able to watch like the first series <laughs> I, I can't wait uh, I'll be checking that out after the show the first guy who presented the Universe Challenge he had a great name now his name was Bamba Gascoigne great name that is a great name yeah and um, this is no joke a man um, wrote in about the first series of the University Challenge to the Times um, and wrote a letter about Bamba Gascoigne which Bamba Gascoigne loves so much that he has framed in his house and it says um Dear the Times, scientists reckon there are 65 uh, billion stars in the universe, and of those stars, um, there are several million uh, universes and Milky Ways contained in them. But I very much doubt that in the entire universe there is a man with the single most annoying voice as Bamba Gascoigne. <laughs> and then he put, what a bastard. <laughs> oh dear. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're really excited about your Monday nights. So, any interesting facts about this day? Um, it's quite an interesting story, but it's kind of an odd story as well, which is in 1799 they found the Rosetta Stone. And did you know about the Rosetta Stone? Not you know? particularly. No, have you heard anything about it at all? Apart from it being a translation software? <laughs> no, not really. And they have it and go, learn German in two weeks or whatever. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. That sort of stuff. So I, I was going to do one of them, but yeah, go on. Wait, which one were you going to do? Which um, language? Spanish. Mm, language of love. Or is it? I don't know. No, that's Language. Italian, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Italian or French, I suppose. Ah, no, French, yeah. That's French. God, we're bad. Um, yeah, Spanish French. is the, one of the most popular languages in the world. You get all right in South America and places like that, so it's worth learning. I think that's where I was heading. That's where you're going. That it's not like a... learning like Finnish, where you can use it in one place. No, I'll tell you why well, I was going to do it. It's because me and my friend were going to um, get a job. Well, we had a plan to get a job on a cruise ship and just sail the world. But um, the only one that had jobs going was a <laughs> Spanish cruise ship. So we, well, it wasn't really a Spanish oh, cruise ship, but they all spoke Spanish. Oh, so, are you thinking what we're all thinking at yeah. home? <laughs> well, it's basically like Tom Cruise and Cocktail, wasn't it, at the time? So Only on a Spanish cruise ship. Yeah. A Spanish version of Tom Cruise. Yeah. So I, Thomas. I one, thing, one thing I kind of learned. Cruzo. <laughs> one thing I kind of learned after, um, after kind of going through this I need to learn Spanish phase yeah. was that actually on boats, they normally speak of... Uh, a few languages, and one of them is normally British. Sorry, English. So um, yeah, don't take over the one thing our nation has, which yeah. is the control of most languages in the world. So so yeah, so I didn't actually even need to learn Spanish, but um, by the time I figured all this out, the job had gone, and that was the it. End was of too that. late. It was too late. What would you need to learn anyway? I don't even know. Well, what cocktail do you want? Yeah. Sex on the beach. Um, pint, but, sir. What's wrong with the? The toilet downstairs in your cabin? Yeah. Well, no, I wouldn't do that job. I'd do the bar job. Oh, you're just doing the bar job? Yeah, I'm a cocktail, remember? I think you've got to work your way up to cocktail person. I don't think you can just be cocktail person to begin with. 
Well, you can if you... I know how to make cocktails, and I've booked some bars. Oh, okay. As a right, bar manager sorry. and stuff. You know, come on. Give Would me a you not be compare? Is that not the job you want? Come on stage, introduce the acts that do the sort of bit in between? Yeah, I think I would now. Maybe I could go on stage and do, like, you know, they throw around their um, bottles and stuff. I could do that on stage, so I get to do both jobs. Dyspraxia, is that what you're talking about, where people throw around <laughs> bottles? <laughs> Yeah, no, I think just a co- just, just an imbalance in their brain where they can't handle things. I think just a cocktail, spinny cocktail thing I could do. I don't know. Yeah, no. That's not an act. Yeah, yeah. Oh, pretty human Britain's got talent, they send you home. Yeah. So anyway, what's, so what's happened on this day? The Rosetta Stone is quite an interesting thing. So what it was, was, um, and you'll find, I think this will interest you, because I think you'll think this is boring. So 1799, and they reckon it was found on this day by um, French military, because they invaded Egypt, which is where it was based. So this, what the Rosetta Stone is, a gigantic stone. It's actually a tax instruction carved in stone. This is about trading laws. <laughs> this is how boring the document actually is. It's trading laws. Okay. But prior to 1719, no one could read hieroglyphics. Okay. It had been so, lost in time. Because uh, hieroglyphics didn't catch on, right? Yeah. Because um, it, it, obviously Egypt's empire fell to Greece and then to Rome. And it just totally collapsed up to that point. So it then got taken over by the Moors and and, and, and various different um, uh, sort of um, Islamic uh, regimes. Yeah. Um, the Moors and empires and the Ottomans and things like that. So it completely lost to things. And then France invaded um, under Napoleon. Because um, obviously quite a nice area to invade, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> if you can have a war, go to Egypt. Yeah, you wouldn't go to Dawlish, would you? You wouldn't go to Dawlish. No, you wouldn't invade Dawlish. I mean, they'd go plans invading through Wales, but I mean, that was... Uh, There's some nice bits in Wales. There are some bits in Wales, yeah. But not, you, Dawl- not Dawlish. Well. Yeah, if you'd gone through Tenby, you probably quite enjoyed that. Yeah. Sorry, Breen's Russ. safe as well. <laughs> sorry for our listen- listeners in Dawlish and Breen. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. It's a lovely place. Oh, I enjoy it. I uh, definitely go there on holiday and spend my money, wouldn't you? I go there. I go to Breen to take photos of my car. You drive your car to Breen to take <laughs> photos of it? Because it's the only place I know where you can literally park on the beach and you're, there's no spaces. You can park wherever you like on the beach, however you like. You can park on the beach at Western. Yeah, but, you don't yeah, hit but a donkey. You're, you're constricted. You're, you're parking in the line. Oh, okay. Here you can, you can just drive down the entire beach right. in your car. And, um, yeah, it's, it's great for car pictures when you try and sell your car. Okay. I didn't know that. That's top advice for everyone out there. Yeah, exactly. And, and this week's episode is sponsored by Auto Trader. Yeah, and when I get my van, a lot of the pictures would be from it on the beach because I'm going with that sort of vibe. It'd be brilliant. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. You sure? Yeah. yeah. So no one could read hieroglyphics for years and years and years. It literally died out. No one could read it. So they, you know they had all these tombs and stuff, but they didn't know what any of it meant. Like they had all these things lying around, um, and they found this stone. And the stone was like I say, it was like a train stone. So what it was was a marker for people coming into um, Alexandria. I'm going to get that wrong, people are writing in. Coming into parts of the Greek Empire, uh, sorry, parts of the Egyptian Empire. Warned them about what they would have to do and what they had to pay and things like that. Now, the reason why, why it was so important was because it's written in hieroglyphics, it's, it's ancient, ancient Egyptian, it's written in another form of ancient Egyptian, and then the bottom part is written in ancient Greek, which everyone knew how to read even then. So you can translate from it. You can work out from the Greek what the other things mean because they're exactly the same message written three different times. Okay. So it's clever, isn't it? That's really impressive. It is clever, yeah. So the, the other thing that's really funny about this, and this is the funny part of the story, so France took it, Napoleon had it, Britain went to war in Egypt, in France, 
And part of the um, deal was that they demanded that they hand over the Rosetta Stone. <laughs> as, and then they stuck it in the British Museum. So it's caused a little bit of tension with the French government, to say the least. Because <laughs> they won it and then they took it back, even yeah. though they didn't discover it. And the best thing about it is, and this is amazing, this is a top fact from um, No Such Thing as Fish. This is wonderful. The Rosetta Stone originally had three languages on it. It now has four because of the British people wrote on the back of the stone that they'd taken it from the French and left an inscription. Oh, God. That it was theirs and they'd won the war to get it. Oh, God. It's like somebody who's really jealous and just carving their name. This is um, mine. Yeah, it's like, yeah, imagine like, you know, Picasso had broken up with one of his wives, his wife's got all the paintings and they'd just written her name on the bottom of it, yeah. like to really emphasise that she was involved in the creative process. I used to do that on my friend's pencil cases at school if I thought they had nicer pencil cases. Well, that's wonderful, but it's not used in the translation of hieroglyphics, which is much more important. Well, it depends what was on the front of the pencil case, isn't it? The people aren't going to dig up his pencil case in a hundred years time and go, oh my God. They might dig up ours, they might want to know about you know, two podcasters from Bristol, England. What was an audio record of yeah. the way people lived? We're going to... Oh, that's what we should do. We need to get an episode into one of those um, time capsules. What, like that Blue Peter one they buried in the Millennium Dome in, like, 1996, and then they managed to dig it up in 2018? Yeah, yeah. Did you hear about that? That's true. Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They dug it up. Yeah, I remember a couple of times being, this happened. Yeah, it has happened a few times where people bury stuff and then just gets... You know, they open these time capsules up, and even, at, um, you know, they're not very old ones... People will know what all the stuff is because it's not like it used to be. It's like don't things don't get forgotten. Like every website yeah. categorizes everything. You know, it's amazing, really. Yeah, um, yeah. You can't really forget anything anymore. You can't forget Home Alone Four. You can't forget, and especially if you say Pogs. something on Twitter. Yeah, oh, yeah. Pogs has got a massive following online. Yeah, or, I'm amazed uh, there hasn't been a Pog revival. I'm, I'm amazed it's not a Pog Pog podcast. A Pog podcast. Now, there's an idea. See you later, folks. See ya. <laughs> on